Welcome back to Joystick and Mouse, video game news and reviews for all you filthy casuals out there. My name is Alex. I go by Cross in the Gaming Community. With me, as always, is Diddy. Howdy, folks. And uh, as a reminder, J-Dimes is out this week. Uh, or actually, for the next, not this week, but like freaking 10 weeks. He's going and uh, doing some classes and stuff, so we wish him all the best. Uh, and he will be back probably in about uh, a couple months. So in the meantime, we uh, include our star-studded cast of uh, guests here. Uh, first off, Wicked Kitten, 13, a.k.a. Monica. Hello. Hiya. All right. And Dan Yora, a.k.a. Uh, Amy Frost, my arch nemesis. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Uh, not only did uh, Amy uh, beat me in ANTP season one, but she also steals my birthday every single year. Every I mean, single year. You tried to steal it from me. <sighs> Good job, Amy. Seven years later. I'm, so I'm sorry. He Who stole, who stole mm. first and second place from me? Oh, mm. all of us are mm -hmm. ANTP uh, yeah, who alums picked you here. For their team, though. Yeah, that's, oh, that's true. right. Okay, I like her more. That's true. <laughs> See? See? Well, we have um, we had a little bit of a shift in who we were inviting this week because of a very uh, topical discussion that we need to talk about on today's show. And so, uh, to both Monica and Amy, thank you for being here. Uh, we're gonna be. Uh, there really was only one story. Uh, this week in the video game world, uh, the lawsuit filed by the state of California against Blizzard Activision exposed the culture at the game development giant, but maybe more importantly, has started a conversation about the way women are treated in all corporations and even society as large. And I would argue that, you know, this has been an, an, a conversation that has been unfortunately coming up more and more and more about, you know, uh, some of the crap that has been going on. But it's good to bring it to light, certainly. Uh, so this week we have some very special guests uh, to give their unique perspective and insights. Uh, we have the hard conversations on this uncomfortable topic on today's Joystick and Mouse. And you know, you guys know if you're listening to this show for a while, we like to be jovial. We like to have fun. But when it comes to bullshit like this, uh, and uh, we, I think it's important to talk about, um, when I say bullshit, I mean it in the fuckery that's going on over at Blizzard, one of my favorite companies. I told you I was going to get a little fired up. Uh, <laughs> so before we really jump into too much of that, uh, frustration. Uh, why don't we take just a moment and kind of go around the table? How's everybody feeling today? Everybody doing good? Because you know, I'll tell you. For me personally, I've got a little bit of a stuffy nose situation happening. I took like a Sudafed and a Claritin. I'm drinking some whiskey, I'm trying to keep it at bay. So if you hear me coughing here, chat, just know that like I'm just I'm working through a lot of things right now. <laughs> working through it. Uh, how about the rest of you folks? Diddy, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm a uh, year older. He's a year older since we last saw year him. Year older since Everybody, the last show. Everybody, give him a give him a round of applause. Woo! He's now like 103, Happy right? Birthday. 103. So let's let's just say yeah. that next year is a big one. What is, oh, what? Are you able to get like social security? No. <laughs> well, is it it'll still be a big one. What what is it? 69 did he? Are we... I will turn 60 next. Oh, you're turning 60. Those okay. Zeros are like a, they're, they're it is. That's a new time. thing, man. Dude. I got a zero and it was not good. I know. Amy I and I share a birthday as we talked about at the at the start here. Uh, Amy hit a bit of big milestone. How are you feeling right now? At the start of this call, you're talking about how you're feeling old. I don't understand that. Look at you. It's fine. It's fine. I don't know what I'm doing. You're going to be fine. <laughs> and I make podcasts. I don't know what I'm doing. No. This living is, the dream. Yeah, living the dream. Uh, Monica, how are you feeling? Well, it's a Monday. It's a it's a Monday. It's a Monday. It is. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's been about. We should three all be drinking. Now. Yeah, and we are. We're all drinking a little something because today's topic uh, denotes a you know we need to have a a, a cocktail for this one. Um, before we jump into the serious conversation, I want to remind everybody at home that we uh, recently opened up a new uh, shop and people have been asking about the t-shirts. You head to shop.joystickandmouse.com. Uh, you can get access to the t-shirts like this one. This is this is what we're, we're, uh, we're putting out there. Um, friends, let's, uh, why don't we jump right into the news? It's time for the news. So I'll go ahead and kick things off here, friends. Um, Activision Blizzard was sued over frat boy culture and harassment. Uh, the video game a giant Activision Blizzard, maker of games including World of Warcraft and Diablo, fosters a frat boy culture 
in which female employees are subjected to constant sexual harassment, unequal pay, and retaliation, according to a lawsuit filed by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing. And this was a two-year investigation, which is important to talk about. So it's not like this thing just popped up out of the blue. This has been an ongoing investigation for two years. Typically, you don't see um, a huge lawsuit that could be construed as defamation or, or, or whatever, like, you know, just thrown out there. There is some serious substance behind this with a lot of women, uh, minorities coming forward, telling their stories and affirming that yes, uh, th this is not surprising to them. Um, friends of the show who have uh, had various run-ins with Blizzard in the past saying the same. Um, it's unfortunate. And I think that a, a big part of this conversation and bringing this up is uh, giving women an opportunity to tell their story and for uh, their voices to be heard. And so again, appreciate Monica and Amy being here to uh, as a couple of Blizzard fans, you know, whether or not that's true now, I think, you know, historically between the two of you, before we kind of jump into some of this, why don't we talk about your experience with Blizzard games in general? Uh, because each of you has really like, like a show, like we talked about, you guys are podcasters, you guys have a show around some of this stuff. Monica, why don't we start with you? Like, tell us about your, your Blizzard um, experiences as a gamer, just to start out with. Oh, um, well, let's see. Uh, man, I didn't start playing actually video games in general, or and I started with Blizzard games really. Um, in 2015, I went to BlizzCon <laughs> after going to Nerdtacular, so it was you know, yeah, I got you were I made in lots it, yeah. of friends, yeah, you knew it was the group, yeah, it was that he had there were panels of the instance and the angry chicken, and there was so much stuff and it just made me fall in love with the people and so i got invited by friends to go to blizzcon and met all everybody uh and um yeah definitely fell in love with the games downloaded world of warcraft hearthstone was playing all those for a while um hmm. and you you pl you actually have a show around heroes of the storm right and Is that yeah, and Hearthstone. And actually. Hearthstone. Okay, okay, okay. Because I know yeah. that you're you're a big Heroes of the Storm fan. Every single time I would yes. see you online, you're playing that thing. <laughs> what about that game? Kind of drew you in. Um, I guess so. Back then, like, um, I wasn't playing a lot of games, and it was between because I can play Hearthstone whenever. Like, you know, it's a it's a casual game, right? Right. So <laughs> I I was going like, should I put all this work into World of Warcraft? I've never played an MMO, or should I play this MOBA? And it was my boyfriend at the time who was playing Heroes, so he was just like, you should play Heroes. So, you know, he got me into the game, and I just kind of fell in love with it, and I made friends in the community, and then I got, I, I mod for Scott Johnson, so I was modding for Core, and then I got another job modding for Lords of the Storm, and um, when they ended, uh, my friend was doing another podcast, and she asked me to be a host on it for yeah. Heroes, but it is it is an amazing game with a very strong community. The fact that it's still thriving right now with grassroots esports and CCL and all that kind of stuff, you'd be surprised. You know, we just got a patch. Like, yeah, and arguably you've gotten mm -hmm. more content out of that game than some of the other Blizzard properties out there lately. So mm -hmm. there's that. Um, and uh, Daniora, uh, Amy, you are a big Overwatch nerd i know yeah. that yeah i mean i started in in vanilla wow um and this is actually like this current expansion is the first expansion i haven't played and i was getting real itchy about it um i'm less itchy now uh but yeah then uh i was big i mean i am big into overwatch because in spite of everything uh the game's really good but i mean we did uh, J.F. Dubow and I did four years, 205 episodes of The Overcast. Uh, the It was the Internet's longest consecutively, oldest consecutively running uh, Overwatch podcast. You know, I had um, um, aspirations at one time to start an Overwatch podcast, and I was like, you know what a great name of an Overwatch podcast would be is Overcast. And then that's it's a how terrible I discovered... name. No, no that's, how I, like... that's how I discovered. I was like, oh, Amy. 
Yeah, it's a bad. It's not a good name for. A I podcast, thought it was great. So. I mean, I thought of it. I thought of it as well. This is another reason I mean, we why Amy there, takes yeah. things from me. Anyway, yeah. yes, I took it from you the day they announced <laughs> it. <laughs> BlizzCon was when that podcast started. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So to say I was deep into it, I still yeah, am. Yeah. I played Friday. I didn't feel great about it, but. But, you know, I think that's one of the things that we'll we'll talk about towards the end of this conversation. Like, how do we how do we get past some of this uh, and and um, not necessarily get past, but like, how do we deal with it? Right. Like as yeah. as gamers, all four of us are fans of what Blizzard. Uh, well, the, the games, um, I think yeah. that from like digging like you guys, I don't want to reiterate too much on this show because I think the, the people who listen to the show know by now what diddy and me do every wednesday we play on a on a raid team we play with the filthy casuals we have a lot of people from the frog pants community and everything that join us and uh and aie and like a, a really great community of people and, and um diddy you have i think just worth, worth reiterating one of the most important things in your life happened mm -hmm. due to world of warcraft is that fair that's that's probably fair yeah i mean i <laughs> I mean, this game has been such a huge part of my life for the last um, 17 years. I mean, it's just amazing the things that it has brought to me. I mean, I met my wife playing World of Warcraft. You know, I, I've i met so many wonderful people in this community. And, and to have come out what came out this week just... I, it tears at your soul. It, it's it's just uh, to to think that some of the people that I that I admired and and thought so highly of were not the people that you think they are was was pretty devastating. It hits you in uh, the gut. I mean, dude. it does hit you in the gut. Now, I mean, it's still. I, I'm trying to separate the people in the company from the people that are in the company and run the company from the people in the community because the people in the community, the vast majority are, are amazing people. And I know the people that I've met from AIE and, um, and other communities have just been amazing. Um, so I'm trying... I, I think that's my my hardest thing is to separate those two things of how do I how do I make my displeasure known to the company itself and still stay in touch with those communities which I I believe are are very good people. Yeah. Um this is the this is a big thing that a lot of people are gra grappling and kind of coming to terms with and um you know just kind of looking at some of the specifics around what was talked about here uh you know female employees make up about 20 percent of the workforce just to kind of put it in context uh and the agency alleges that male employees play video games during the workday while delegating responsibilities to female employees engage in sexual banter and joke openly about rape and other things um they would be giving people a hard time about picking up kids after work and becoming pregnant. Uh, a lot of the stuff that that's, I don't know, like to me, I'm like, don't be an asshole. Um, but I, I mean, obviously some people like don't see certain things a certain way. Um, and I actually wanted to know. So I sat down and read the lawsuit. Yeah. I read through all of it. And after reading that lawsuit, I'm surprised any women work at blizzard anymore yeah I, I i don't know how anybody put up with that i mean the thing is that when you are especially if you are a woman working in video games if you want to work in video games it's it it has become one of those things where you just sort of like because if you say something about it um like you're done like that's a black mark on your card um and, you know, and I mean, like, you think about it, right? You're like, this is Blizzard. This is 
you know, it's like one of those things. It's almost that same mentality of, you know, these fraternities where, you know, if you're if you're a member of the frat, you get, you know, job support for life and all of that sort of thing. You just have to go through this horrible hazing. It sort of has that same sort of vibe to it in that, like, well, you've worked at Blizzard. So, you know, I mean, you're working at Blizzard. You're making video games. You're working for, you know, some of the best the greatest company. Exactly. Right. So, I mean, how bad could it be? Well, pretty bad. Um, really and, pretty bad. Yeah. And this is where I want to turn the conversation um, to to our guests today because, um, uh, you know, just thinking about Diddy and I were talking a lot about uh, this show because we knew that we wanted to, to bring up what was going on in the industry. And just to be very transparent, we were going to have Travis, uh, TV Travis on this week. Uh, and with everything coming out and hearing about these issues and knowing how important it is for women to tell their story and for them to have a voice. Um, for me, something that I try to do with the platforms that I have, including the dad Chronicle and others is like, I want to use it as a platform to have people tell their stories. And that doesn't, you know, that's the same with this show. We, we uh, joke a lot on this show. We have a lot of fun, but you know, like Diddy and I talk about, we try to, um, bring up issues and I think a big part of that is bringing women on when something like this comes up to uh, to talk about some of this stuff and first of all thanks to Travis of course Travis understood when I was like hey you know we, we're, we're wanting to bring a couple other folks on to target this and he was obviously 100% supportive um, and uh, appreciate both of you being here. Uh, I want to get, uh, first of all, uh, Amy, your reactions to uh, w what was kind of going on here. And based on your own experience, because you have some experience in the industry and whatever whatever you context you kind of want to bring to this story, certainly uh, is welcome to what you're comfortable talking about. But uh, I would I would welcome you to chime in and, and share some some perspective on this as a woman, as a gamer, as somebody in the industry. So, I mean, I, I got to tell you when it came out, right. I was, it, I was overwhelmingly disappointed, but not surprised. Um, and I was mad that I wasn't surprised, but I, I wasn't. Um, I mean, it was like some, like the degree is certainly shocking. Um, and I personally never experienced anything uh, even close to that. But I did. Uh, I did work for a triple A video game company, and probably the one you would expect to be um, sort of least receptive to women. Um, I did work for Rockstar, and um, I worked in uh, one of the smaller studios, not like the main, the main big ones. And like by and large, everybody was great. Like they were all super nice. Um, like I'm still friends with a whole bunch of them, and all of that. So there were probably, there were between 75 and 100 people in the studio. This was a, just over a decade ago. Um, and not counting support staff, so not like HR and payroll and all of that, there were two women. Um, there was uh, one woman in the art department, and there was me in QA. And wow. so, like, first of all, yeah. that's wow. crazy. Really? Wow. Yep. Two women. That, that took then, me literally, like, I, I, I was processing what you were saying. <laughs> yeah, I... In a okay. there's like a hundred people in the studio, seventy five to a hundred, and, and so the support staff, like uh, HR and payroll and the office manager, um, they were all women. But their jobs in video game, like they're not in the thick of it. Their like job is not just like a, an office manager at the video game company is the same as the office manager at Dunder Mifflin Paper. Like it's the same, sure, you know, yeah. sort of job. Um, but like, and I mean, I'm. I'm someone who hangs out with guys. Like I, my best friends have always been guys. I have always done guy stuff. Um, so I, I think I let a lot of it, and especially because I was, you know, younger then, and I was working at, you know, I was working in video games. This is great. Um, and so I let, I let a lot of stuff go that now, like having thought back on it this week, I kind of cringe that I like let this go. Like, so my first day uh, in the QA pit when one of the producers, who is a super nice guy, um, comes over and goes, you know, hey, uh, you know, hey, my name's not going to say it. Uh, 
don't worry, HR has paperwork with my name already filled in for you. Which is like, like I get it's a joke. Like I get it's a joke. That's gross. But like, maybe not on like the first day that you've just met someone. Um, and and like so, there's that kind of stuff. But then like they talk about, um, you know, all of this the work thing, and that I definitely had to deal with, which at the time was a point of pride to me because it was like I'm doing all this work. Um, but the the QA team lead. Um, and I were, because we were a small team, um, we were set to do, we were doing multiplayer testing. So obviously this requires multi-people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I used to come in at like 8, 830, uh, for people who don't know how video games work, basically you have to re-download the game every morning because, you know, whatever changes have been made have been uploaded overnight. Right. So you download it and build in the morning. So I'd come in about eight o'clock, get the game built, go make myself a cup of coffee, sit down. And, you know, go through my bug queue and all of that sort of stuff. The team lead would roll in at 1030, build the game, visit some people, do some stuff. And so we started to get behind on our bug queue because it's multiplayer and I cannot do it by myself. Mm. So I went to our lead um, our lead designer because he was someone that I was comfortable talking to and... You know, I'm like, we're getting behind and I don't know what to do. And so instead of anyone talking to him about like showing up and doing work, I got a second dev kit so that I could test everything by myself. Oh my God. <laughs> Which at the time I was like, yeah, that's right. I'll just take care of everything. And now I'm like, oh geez. And he was making more money than me. Of course. <laughs> of course. So, you know, it's a lot of that like so while while that kind of you know I mean it's all minor comp- or like I moved to you know I was after I um, I moved out of QA into the art department and I was the art production assistant and the label on my uh, on my cubicle said art production ass which again it's a joke uh, yeah but but... I don't know that they would have done it to any of the guys you know what I mean of course and then God forbid the day of mandatory corporate sexual harassment training. Where, you know, you got to do the video, you know, you've all done, if you've worked in a corporate Mm -hmm. setting, you have done the video. And so all day, anytime I tried to talk to anyone about anything, they would just look at me and go, no means no. I'm like, again, it's like, haha, very funny, but it's like a lot, guys. (laughs) Like, can we not? Maybe. Um, And I mean, that was 12 years ago. In a tiny little offshoot studio right. of Rockstar Games. Um, but, you know. And, I mean, you have to. the other thing you have to remember is that all of this stuff is on top of all of the toxic stuff that we already know goes on in video game companies like Crunch. Like yeah. the 18-hour day I had to work mm-hmm. because the people were up from New York and they didn't want the studio to look empty, even though we had nothing to do. Yeah. So, you know, it's a lot to deal with for no money. Um, I, I was talking to my wife about this whole situation and just kind of getting her take as a woman in the workplace. And she has a professional role at a, a, a really nice company. I don't want to give away like for my, you can <laughs> find her on LinkedIn if you really care. Uh, but you know, she talks about some, some of the similar things that you're talking about where like that sort of stuff doesn't happen to guys. Right. And she, she said the same thing. It doesn't surprise me that that sort of stuff comes out here. And one of the things that she talked about was she was like, and I'm not by no means are Deanna and I excusing anything by what I'm about to say, but she was like, I wonder if it has anything to do with the fact that like these guys probably don't have the best social awareness or know how to talk to women in general. And that's part of it. And like Maybe. I there was there was a really good tweet um yesterday that I saw that talks about how how women and minorities and and LGBTQ people will laugh at things that are inappropriate and uncomfortable because that's safe. Because if you talk like talking wow. back is not an option. Yeah. Um right. And yeah. so um like while we don't need people white knighting uh all over the place. Um, in those kind of instances, we can't say the thing because we don't know what's going to happen if we do. Yeah. Right. Um, Alex mentioned about talking to his wife. Um, 
I, I already said that my wife and I met playing World of Warcraft. So obviously she's a gamer. My daughter is a gamer. And so I asked them um, about their experiences. And both of them told me that they have had multiple experiences where people have said inappropriate things to them in game on chat whatever just because they knew that they were a woman yeah and i do not I, use voice chat in public and so i know my daughter my daughter led raid teams and would not talk in chat would not talk on voice because she knew what would happen if they knew she was a, a girl yeah and i'm i'm just it, i'm um, bored by it I, yeah i it, it's um, i mean I, I know i know that there there is i never knew that it went to this level i i, I knew there was always an undercurrent of this in in gaming in general because the vast majority of gamers were were guys it's not actually not that way anymore but no. about 50 50 right now um right but i know that you know uh historically and traditionally it was in, in that that culture's been very slow to change yeah um but i never imagined that it rose to this level i i, I just didn't cut because most honestly people know not to do it around me because you know I have and will call you out for it. <laughs> yeah, Monica, I want to I want to shift to you for a second because um, you and I had a conversation before we uh, we hopped on this show. We were doing some prep work for uh, some work that we do on America's Next Top Podcaster, and um, you had talked about your experience on on your show and uh, and and some of the stuff that you were talking about there. Um, Talk to me about your perspective of everything that's going on, um, whatever context, whatever story or voice that you want to use this platform for to talk through, whatever's kind of on your mind, I, I welcome you to do so. So what are your thoughts? Um, I definitely echo what Amy said. I am uh, disappointed, but not surprised. Um, I'd always heard like stories and stuff and, you know, I've work in places not corporate or whatever but <laughs> it happens even in you know retail and whatnot it's everywhere and um you know uh did he mention the um the voice chat thing and it just made me think of the heroes of the storm voice chat that they put in and we had um a streamer trans streamer named steph and she was like totally against it, spoke out against it, and um, yeah, Blizzard just kind of oh, ferociously, Steph. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I know her. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't listen to us. Bunch of people, bunch of the guys were just like, "It's not a problem. It's not a problem," and they didn't get it because, like, you know, Steph is competitive, and if you want to be competitive, using the voice chat, it gives you an advantage which means right. that a bunch of women are not getting the advantage that the boys would get, right? So she was fighting over that. She was always fighting. Always. I feel like that's yeah. that's pretty typical. Like, I think about our, our friend Frasley and what she's going through right now, transitioning in. Um, woke up to tweets this morning recounting her experience here on Twitch where she was getting attacked on Twitch rated yeah. with you know like bot rated or there, there was just like a lot of hate getting thrown her way and constant emails and threats and so on it's and like what what makes people so hateful i don't know like i, I don't know i, I genuinely honestly don't know I, I and this is where like i, I never it. understood you know what here fuck it if you if you have a perspective a con contrary perspective of this i would challenge i don't want to say challenge because i genuinely want to hear from you in a in a very serious tone, you can email joystickandmouse at gmail.com. I genuinely want to hear your perspective. I, I would love okay. to hear somebody else's perspective genuinely that, that agrees with us because I, I I don't know. I have never understood 
how you can take enjoyment out of being mean to somebody i just for any any reason how do you get enjoyment out of that i i i've never understood it yeah it's um you know like um be, before we kind of jump into some of the what are our thoughts on how do we get through this as a community of of you know blizzard players gamers people a community of gamers um let's talk about some of the the bigger uh you know ways that the community at large is is responding to this uh this was one that i saw uh today actually on facebook i'm friends with russell brown on facebook as well and and he put this up and russell brower if you remember russell uh you've listened to his music being featured on all of the blizzard properties pretty much up until warlords or through warlords or something of draenor and on in world of warcraft like diablo like all, all this stuff like he he is the music behind some of our favorite he's, Blizzard. He's the John Williams of Blizzard. Yeah, the, that's yeah. a very good way of putting it. Um, he he talked about, you know, like, if you look very carefully here, he says, wish I could get those 12 years of my life back. Um, he talked, he, he, I was reading through some of his comments and stuff to people asking, like, on Facebook, like, hey, how are you dealing with all this? And, and he didn't go into any specifics, but some of the things that he said was like, it doesn't surprise me. I dealt with a different type of, mm -hmm. you know, toxicity there. And, um, you know, like there's a lot of people out there that are really frustrated with a lot of this. Uh, and you hear about um, some of the response, even from Blizzard itself. And you kind of get kind of get why here is uh, here, here's the letter from Jay Allen Bragg, who's the president of Blizzard. Um, he kind of he. I, I won't go into you can read it yourself if you want i'm putting it up here just for the sake of like having a thing up here for you guys to see if you're on twitch uh but you know he talks about how it feels very corporate response to me i mean you know that there was no way that he was like no one of any clout is going to be able to put out anything that doesn't go by a lawyer first right he you know what i mean so like yeah. you can't ex like you honestly can't expect much at this point Right. I, I agree with you, but this is so unbelievably fucking tone deaf. It's oh, yeah. unbelievable. It <laughs> I, I would, I, this, his response actually made me mad enough to consider quitting. Yeah. If he, and, and I've, I've said this on a thousand platforms over the last couple of days. If it weren't for the group of people that I play with in the game, I would have quit. Yeah. It would have, I, mean, I would have exactly, been done. You know, like Friday night. Friday night is Overwatch night. Yep. And I was like, and I mean, at least there, at least there, like that game is bought and paid for. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. have a subscription for that. So like, okay, I guess I can be okay with that. Um, you know, for that one night of week when I play with the people I play with. But yeah, it was not, it didn't feel great. Yeah. No, uh, what did I do? I logged in yesterday and I just sort of stared at it for a little bit. And I was like, I can't do it. I just can't. Yeah, one of my friends, she canceled her. She canceled her WoW sub. And in the reason for quitting, she just put page 15. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah page 15 will yeah. just destroy like, your yeah. heart. Like, if you have not read the lawsuit yet. Yeah, read the like, lawsuit. Just, yeah. Well, but if you have not, like, but, major yeah. trigger warnings on yep. all of it uh yeah and and some of the sp some of the specifics like for specific trigger warnings i like i don't necessarily want to talk about like no. here but just fucking use your imagination man like it's fucked up like it's really yeah. fucked up as bad as you think it could be it was yeah and worse and, and i that's the thing that got me was it was worse so I, I will yeah. put this in the show notes. There is a link to a Reddit post that is collecting all the um all the statements yeah. from women that worked at Blizzard. Um, and all their stories. Go read through those links. It, it's it's 
I know. Uh, no, 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 I get it, dude. I get it. And I, remember, every every woman gamer you know, every every gamer of color, every LGBTQ gamer that you know sees this and is not surprised. Like yeah. as 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 appalled and as um you know devastating as it all is, we're all looking at it and going, Yep. And I guess that's what makes it the most sad is that the women aren't surprised um talking about getting uh going from bad to worse uh let's talk about fran um oh fran wow um, um now now i need to actually pull it up for no you know what i'm not going to because i'm gonna get fucking upset again so uh activision has a a senior leader uh who put out a statement a, a woman who put out a statement, she was recently hired, uh, claiming that all of this is false and that it was exaggeration. a uh, exaggeration, yes, exaggeration of, of what actually happened. And to explain, I can't even explain the frustration, but also the satisfaction of seeing so many women, including like Kat Metzen and people who have worked there uh, that, that, chime and like she does not fucking speak for me and that sort of tone coming out was very satisfying because you see these women standing up for themselves but i, I wanted to get i wanted to gauge you know monica and, and amy your all's response to that specifically do you have any thoughts um uh fuck fran <laughs> yeah uh, can we start that hashtag I mean, yeah. like don't yeah. though <laughs> like definitely nobody do hashtag fire fran and lisa and well i guess right? that's cleaner no, yeah, that, no, that, that'll show up brand. on Twitter for that'll, you. That'll so. do. Yeah. <laughs> the other one probably won't just do their algorithms, but uh fuck man. I, I was I was beside I... myself. Go ahead, Diddy. I mean it's that oh, no, it's sorry. that corporate speech. Like yeah. it it's exactly that. It's the no, you know, all of this gets blown out of proportion and these are old stories and which I don't know how that makes it better. No. Right. Doesn't. First yeah. of all. First of Even all. if it happened 10 years ago, it's not better. That's not better. Make no. it good. That was what we were talking about uh, before the show started. That 10-year-old video of um, that girl talking to the panel at BlizzCon where she was, you know, criticizing, uh, openly criticizing, fairly criticizing uh, the – and I'm going to bring it up here. I'm not going to turn the, the music on because – or the, the sound on because it fucking triggers me. But, like, she asks, you know, what can we do to get – uh, to make it so that World of Warcraft characters don't have uh, female characters specifically don't look like they just came out of a Victoria's Secret catalog and she was met with like a lot of applause and then all of a sudden with a lot of boos from all the the neckbeards in the audience sorry that's an, that's inappropriate I the, from, from all the people who disagree with her uh, in the in the audience and oh. um, and she was also met with uh, discontent from the panelists themselves people up there like Greg Street um, who was like the Ian Hazakosis back then. This douchebag here on on the screen, Alex, who uh, Alex, I can't even pronounce his last name. It sounds like Maserati, but it's not. He he's you know talking about uh you know like okay, so what Victoria's Secret catalog should we pull him from? Um, Look at her face. Yeah, yeah Jay yeah, Allen Brack face. is is it's, over it's, there cheering him on. Like way her face falls. That that her face. Is just every woman saw that We've face and that just face. went, I know exactly what you're feeling. That yep. they don't even care. They don't care. They don't right. even see it. And, and I mean, because you know so, that couldn't have been easy for her to do. No. No. Yeah, they had to, that was yeah. that took a lot of a uh, lot of guts to get up there and ask that question. Yeah. And and my wife said the same thing to me. She goes, I log into World of Warcraft and and because I play a night elf character. The first thing I see is my character jump up and down and have her boobs jiggle. Yeah. The very first thing I see. Yeah. Which and, is like fine I, if that's a thing you want. And I never but, thought yeah. about that yeah. before, but but how degrading yeah. and and smack you in the face like we don't care about you is that? Ever played I mean, a female uh, dwarf? Uh, hmm. No. I don't know. I play a worgen. I thought that was weird. There you go. Worgen's <laughs> a bikini <laughs> top. I'm like, I don't. 
I don't think that's that's how wolves work. <laughs> yeah, no, it, 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 yeah. I don't think so. I don't think my dogs would appreciate that very much. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I guess I I guess part of me is not surprised. Part of me because I know how how men are and oh, and you know a lot of them are pigs. I I want to believe that it's not most men, but when you hear stories like this, you think maybe it is most men. I mean, the thing is, it's not like like if that's your thing, then like that's fine. But adding an option, like giving giving let me turn you it know, off, giving you the ability to not just watch, you know, elf boobs. Um, it doesn't like that doesn't take away from your experience. Dude, at all, ever, okay. Yeah. Yep. Now I want to um circle the conversation around to what next. Like, what what do we do? Um, I have I have some thoughts, but first I'd, I'd like to hear from our guests today. Um, uh, Monica, maybe we start with you. If if you have any thoughts on like, how do we as a, as a community of gamers, um, the people listening to this show. Uh, whoever you're speaking to, like, how do we get to a better place around this? Because I don't want to necessarily say get beyond this, because there's no getting beyond this. This is it is what it. This is a a an important thing to hit head on. So, what are your thoughts? Oh, I have a two point plan. All right. So, <laughs> the the first point because this is that we're in the direct. Uh, I guess we're in the community. We're specifically about that. Um, number one, we don't judge one another whether we decide to unsub or keep playing or whatever we decide. That is our decision. Nobody should feel bad about anything. You got to do what makes you happy. And it's just, that's the only way this works. Um, and uh, read the stories. Read read the stories. If, if you have a platform, retweet, like, something share because every story every story that some other woman reads is one one more it just gets them closer to being brave enough to tell their own story it's it's important yeah but um i guess within blizzard hopefully <laughs> i don't know what they can do i don't know if people need to be fired i don't think that's the answer because they'll just put somebody else who's probably just as bad in their place and they'll get like $296 million or something. Bro, did you um, see freaking J. Allen Brack's uh, severance package? Yeah. If he mm -hmm. if he were to get $296 million, do you realize yeah. how many fucking families that would feed? Yeah. yeah. Like, blows my goddamn mind. Sorry. Getting fired uh, up. Yeah. <laughs> it drives me, yeah, drives me, me mad. And, you know, fix that in the company and us to just be remember that we're in a community together we love the same things and the same game and and try to go from there because there's no fixing anything there's just going one step at a time right yeah my second point of plan is um i won't say exactly what my co-host annalise said on uh on our last episode but um basically um i think i pointed out that you know i was taught things like you know don't walk alone at night. Uh, don't wear revealing clothing. You know, don't. Don't drink too much. I was taught to don't do all those things. And it's the boys that need to be taught. What? Well, like she said, I'm not going to say that. But yeah, anyway, yeah. No, but I like, they no, need no. to be taught. I agree with you 100%. We teach women not to do these things so that they don't become a victim. No. We need to start teaching our young men not to do the things that make a woman a victim it's exactly. us we're the problem yep yeah I, not I'm, women yeah men you're the problem diddy and i are both raising boys like this is something that can start with us right like yeah yes yep i can't imagine how hard that's gonna be but it's uh well you already got that show I, so you got yeah i've got i've got of both the of them i got a girl and a boy so i gotta oh, think geez. about it on both yeah. ends there so yeah because you always watch the shows and it's always like oh uh whatever little jimmy you know jimmy can go out and do whatever he wants but i'm gonna keep my eye on Catherine, right because like 
maybe you should keep an eye on the boy too. I just uh, you don't know yeah. what he's doing. I saw a, uh, a oh go ahead, Diddy, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, it, okay. But I'm gonna go on a tirade right here. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Wait, is it a, is it an old man? Can I do it? Oh sure. They say I'm a grumpy old man. Go ahead. There are so many things in society that we do unconsciously to tell women every single day that you're not good enough and you're not as good as a man. All you have to do, and we walk through, my wife and I went to Target today and we're walking through Target. And before a lot of this, some of this stuff didn't strike me, but I looked at the toy aisle and it struck me. The girl section is dolls and playing house and that kind of stuff. And the boys section is space and science and Legos and no the shit that Arya loves. <laughs> no, we need to stop. We need to stop categorizing people by gender. Period. Yep. I remember saying as a kid, I'm like, oh, I don't like math. I'm no good at it. And they were like, well, you're a girl. It doesn't matter. Girls aren't yeah, good at math. Ma math gives me nosebleeds. So, well, I, I yeah. think I've got a nosebleed right now. Maybe I could have been good at math if somebody had like not said that to me, though. Well, that maybe yeah, didn't strike Probably down not. your. They didn't uh, encourage you to to go at, go after it, right? They didn't. Yeah. Oh, I'm bad at math. Oh, that's. Aria fine. was no. using these like little toys uh, yesterday. We were playing, and she's got these little toys where she can make shapes. And she was talking about square, like how to make squares and like geometry, like the. Yeah. You know, um, Amy, I want to I want to shift it to you. Uh, what are your so, thoughts? Same thing. I mean, so I think a lot of guys are are having their eyes open to just how bad this is. So, like, I guess the first thing is like. And I mean, this this really goes along with the like whether or not you are going to boycott Blizzard games um, because it's not just there. Like, whatever company makes the thing that you like, mm -hmm. it's there, too. And maybe it's not like this, but it's there because it's everywhere. Like, it it doesn't matter. Like, I um run a tabletop game store, and a dude came in. I manage it, and a dude came in and said, so are you a nerd, or do you just work here? Um, You know, I mean, I go to tabletop conventions, and... And if I look something up, it's because I'm just a girl. And like, whereas like any other casual dude gamer can look up whatever they want. Yeah. Um, so, so while a lot of guys are having their eyes open to this for the first time, like the important thing is like, don't like, you don't have to fight for us. Right. Like, cause that's like, it is a slippery slope. Like it's a fine line. And I, I get that. Um, but like, if you want to help, like if you see something, if you see somebody do something shitty, call them out on being shitty. Yeah, like it's that easy. Um, could I could I uh, give a, another way to look at it? And you tell me yeah. if I'm on or tell me if I'm bullshit. But it sure. it's not so much fighting on behalf of, but alongside of. Yes, exactly. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like especially in the situations like. You know, I mean, this isn't a gaming thing, but that's because this isn't a gaming problem. Like, especially if you are out somewhere, like if you are in in meat space and you see something happening, like or like you're out with your guy friends and somebody says something shitty, tell them like that is shitty. Yeah. Don't you know what I mean? And like maybe they'll call you names and they'll tell you that you're gay and you know like maybe they don't need to be your friend. Like. Yep. Maybe enough is enough. If you're upset about this, then you know, do your thing. And yeah, like Monica said, like, especially if you're like a content creator, like a lot of people have built their their own platforms on Blizzard. And like, I'm not going to be mad if a small content creator keeps doing what they're doing, playing their Blizzard games. Like, we're all, we're all just trying to make it out here. Where? You know what I mean? Like, am I going to throw mm -hmm. out like my giant collection of Overwatch Funkos that I am surrounded by? No. No, I'm not. Um, and I think I, I, I'm a little more optimistic than Monica is that if there's like some corporate turnover, that things might be better. Um, but 
it, I mean, it is definitely systemic. So it is. You know, I mean, this is not something that's going to be wrapped up with a tidy little bow. It's going to take a lot of uh, blood, sweat, and tears uh, yeah. from a lot of people. But I think that I'll talk about that it. and say that I think the executive level of Blizzard has to go. Yeah. yeah. Period. Yep. yep. All of them. Yeah. You just can't let that culture exist Agreed. in your company. I mean, it's, and yeah, it's like the story on. about the guy the guy um the bartender who you know a guy walks in um with you know a, a biker jacket with nazi paraphernalia on it and sits down and he's just quiet he's not doing anything and the bartender kicks him out and somebody else at the bar is like why did you kick him out like he wasn't doing anything and it was like yeah but if you let you know you let one nazi in and next thing you know you've got a nazi bar it's the same idea right as it's right. like yep. yes like i don't care how good a coder you are or how good a designer you are like mm-hmm there, especially now, right? Like, as in the beginning, and I think that's kind of where it came from, right? Like, in the beginning, the talent pool was small, and the competition for the good talent was high. And so it didn't matter if you were a complete shithead. If you were good, they were going to get you because you were good. There is no shortage of talent anymore. Especially women who are yeah. making yes. names for themselves mm-hmm. in this industry. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I, I want to, as we kind of wrap this, this segment up and talk about the video game that we're, that we're, I'm bringing for, uh, I want to just reiterate a piece of this that I think is really important, especially people who are in like my community and branching communities. Um, I, what I want to see people doing is what Amy talked about really standing up with your your fellow gamers to talk about this and to speak up against it do better catch yourself if you're doing some of these things that might be habitual just from your time playing games in a toxic space like that happens right you're playing with the boys and you start talking some shit like that might be something that comes up do better um the other thing that i'll i'll say is that to to monica and amy's point there's no wrong answer with whatever you choose to do with your Blizzard subscription or your properties, like whatever you're playing. I know a lot of people, to their point, who have canceled everything, uninstalled, will never touch a Blizzard game, whatever. And that's okay. That's fine. If, if that's the direction Absolutely. that you want to take, that's go what for you it. Do. I mean, but, I, think that, I think that if Blizzard as a company doesn't do the right thing, right? Like, because we have to give them a little time to do the right thing. Yes, it's, it's not an Bingo. overnight. But if they continue to be bad, then maybe we need to talk about it. Right, right. right. And, and, you know, in the meantime, I think that what people, and, and especially like in my community, we have a lot of people that play World of Warcraft that are also part of my raid team. Diddy's on the raid team as well. Got a lot of people that play with us. That's a community. It's bigger than the game. That community yeah. is bigger than the game. Right. It is. We get together and hang out on Friday yeah. night. It's and like, not like it. Bobby, about, you know, did he Bobby? That. Bobby said it perfectly the last episode, right? Like he was talking about because we were talking about some of the other bullshit that was going on at Blizzard with uh, that one dev who was talking about, you know, that kind of the nefarious approach to how they're they're approaching, like you know, uh, d- designing and developing World of Warcraft in general. Um, and Bobby was talking about like no matter what, like if we all just uprooted and went to New World or went to Final Fantasy fourteen, like it's the same but it still is like we've built a community in world of warcraft and that's where we all like to congregate and be together and that's okay i don't hold it against anyone who who does that um i don't anticipate like i i still anticipate playing world of warcraft with this team kind of as uh you know like to amy's point like we'll see kind of what comes up um I don't anticipate buying another. I don't know if I'm going to go out and buy Overwatch 2 um, or Diablo 4. I bought Diablo 2 Resurrected, and that's you know sitting there, and, and I'll, I might play it. I'm just not wild about playing a Blizzard property right now. I'm not because it just to me, to Diddy's point earlier, it, it sits weird with me. Um, yeah, I'm I'm going to keep my sub for the community for the for group of people that i play with i you damn well sure better believe that i am not buying any 
anything out of the store. Right. I'm not buying any gear. I'm not buying any of the pets. I'm not I'm going buying any of the month, mounts. Man. Like, because at a moment's notice, if, I, if yep. I'm saying fuck it and I need to leave, then, then fuck it. But there's no wrong answer and... There isn't any wrong answer. If you decided yeah. that was the way you wanted to let them know that you were pissed at them, right? I'm gonna keep playing heroes, yeah, because yeah. I do a podcast about heroes, and it's the only all woman hosted Heroes of the Storm podcast. Yeah. Yep. So we want to keep our voice there. Yeah, and we right. feel and, it's important. And I yeah. actually feel like almost I can do more good. By promoting this from within the community, yeah, because right. Alex and I both lead a raid team. I mean, I I participate in. Did, did he leads from from the from the floor where he's dead most of the time? But yeah. usually, <laughs> but yeah, that's beside the point. I mean, but I also lead another you know another raid team that raids on the weekends, and I think if we can foster those communities that are are accepting, then maybe that trickles down a little bit into the community. Yeah. Um, and to Adela's point, and Adela in chat said, you know, just know that not all women are expecting you uh, need to do that. And, and absolutely that this is, this is in not necessarily like it, it is in support of that, but it's also for me personally as, as a dad, a husband, you know, father to a little girl who loves, who's like blossoming into a little gamer. It's, it's kind of that personal, like for me. So it, it, uh, yeah, that, that's all I'll, I'll say about it. But, um, you know, I, I want to appreciate, first of all, our guests here who have talked about, you know, their own personal experiences with this whole debacle, with everything that's been going on. Um, you know, if anybody wants to, chime in and and comment on anything that we've talked about today you could do that by emailing uh, joystickandmouse at gmail.com um, anything before we talk about Pokemon talk about Pokemon can I just say believe women believe women yes. believe women that. there's a reason they don't come forward mm -hmm. yep yeah well let's end it on that note because we gotta talk about Pokemon Unite yes and the reviews were so mixed they I'm were surprised friends let me tell you guys about a uh Oh my gosh, my new obsession. I don't want to say obsession. Obsession is a little strong, but I'm really, really enjoying this. So in the uh, in the wake, I should say, of you know some of this stuff kind of going on with Blizzard, and I've always been a fan of of MOBAs and figuring out you know games and stuff that I I like to play in that genre. And uh, and I heard about this game through um, friend of the program Kyle Ferguson and uh, Pokemon Unite is the game it is available for free on your nintendo switch and it is a pokemon moba and you basically play as a pokemon you evolve throughout it and there are little five ten minute matches and each pokemon has a certain set of skills and things that they can do and uh and if and they can follow certain like paths as far as your you know skill choices and everything go that's your typical moba approach the difference not just that it's Pokemon, and Pokemon is great. The difference is in the way the game is actually played in the first place, in the way that you choose like who wins, who loses. And that's through more of a almost like basketball sort of approach. Not in that you're expected to like Kobe it in every single time. You're you're actually uh fighting other uh Pokemon out in the wild, the other players that you're playing against as you beat them you end up unlocking or you end up getting uh, like little Pokeballs with uh, with points associated with them. You use those points to score at your opponent's goal. So it's got a little bit of like a soccer, basketball sort of vibe because they kind of, you know, they, they dunk it in there. And, uh, and that aspect of it is really fun and actually really satisfying. Let me tell you what else is incredible. A MOBA that you play on the Switch with controller works great, by the way. So uh, you you know you do your simple like skill shots and everything, but you have the joysticks and stuff to use. 
uh, ultimate abilities, all that sort of stuff, uh, but in the vein of Pokemon. So you can play as Pokemon such as like Pikachu, Charizard, Charizard, excuse me, which you start out as like Charmander, then go to Charmeleon, and then Charizard as you level up. Uh, Lucario, um, who else? Freaking Mr. Mime is yeah, Mr. Mime. on board. Mr. Mime is uh, a pain in the tuchus, by the way. Sure. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, Machamp is great. Slowbro uh, is a lot of fun. I've been playing as this one guy I've never heard of. It starts with a Z. He's like a little Thundercat looking dude. Uh, he's cool looking. He's fun. He's fast. I like the little quick style sort of sort of fighting. But uh, in the game itself, like it's free, but all the the payment and stuff goes towards cosmetics, things that you can buy for your trainer to uh, to look a little different compared to the others. Otherwise, the whole yeah, the whole thing's free. You could use your your money though to to unlock. Um, I think they're called licenses, like a unite license or something, to play as a certain Pokemon. Basically, like you could you could buy the characters. Uh, or they cycle them out here and there where you can play, uh, you know, a certain set every so like heroes. Yeah, exactly. Very much like heroes or League of Legends, anything like that. So uh, very, very much enjoying this. It's a lot of fun. I want to open it up to our friends here. What do you guys think about the prospect of a Pokemon MOBA? Who wants to go first? I, I mean, get to play as Charizard. How bad going to be? Oh, I'm, I mean, so, come on. I'm so good at Charizard, <laughs> by the way. I'm so, so good at Charizard. Go ahead. So we, I'm sure we've all played Pokemon, right? Yeah. What was what was the first one you ever picked? Ooh. Charizard, dude. Charizard. Charizard well, Charmander. Yeah. Charmander, yeah. But I don't know. What Monica and, and Amy, what about you all? I think I was always Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur was always my second. I mean, I think that's where I go. Monica, I didn't play video games. Monica, <laughs> what? I wasn't. I wasn't. I asked. Look, I asked for a Game Boy. I wasn't allowed to get a Game Boy. My brothers got all the systems. I got uh, dolls, I think, and a kitchen set. Goes I mean, right back to our so, conversation. Damn I it! Got, or, I got a. I got a um, an NES when I was in first grade, and I got the chicken pox. Um, and that was my last console till a PlayStation Two. So like. And then there was like a lot of the Sims in the middle. So like I understand. Like yeah, I yeah. missed out on a lot of content. Mm. Played my high school boyfriend's Dreamcast. And like otherwise, like I missed oh, a lot man. of content. Dreamcast was the it's best. so good. Oh god, what a good system. Yeah. Um uh, so okay, so so we have some Pokemon noobs, and that's okay. Because you know what? You can jump in for free right now by downloading it god. on the on the freaking yeah, switch, yeah. and it's great. It's so much fun. Uh, so, so I would encourage everybody to give this a shot, especially if you like MOBAs. And actually, I would tell you, How even are they if making you don't money? like MOBAs, you should download this. Oh, it's all cosmetics stuff in the shop. All cosmetics. All right. Yeah. Joe and Chad asks, "Am I going to have to steal my daughter's Switch?" Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Yeah. You should get your own Switch. Get your own Switch. Yeah. Don't steal hers. Get your own. Uh, but yeah, it, it's yeah. a it's a great take on the MOBA genre. And in fact, it plays as probably one of the best MOBAs I've ever played, uh, to be honest. And I and I like I like MOBAs. I'm not a huge MOBA fan, probably like like Monica is, but uh, I am I thoroughly enjoy this game. And it might also just be because of Pokemon, because I'm a big Pokemon fan. But oh, very boy. much enjoy this. Nothing nothing wrong. And singing the theme song for a while. Now. Yeah, it's all going through your head now, isn't it? Yeah, it's stuck there for days. I used to do the voice <laughs> in high school for people. Just like, Pika? Wow, that's Pika, pretty good. Pika, that's, that's really good. good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah, that and Teletubbies. That was a big hit. Oh my gosh, we just got a DMCA for, for that. <laughs> Damn it. Thanks, Monica. <laughs> Sorry. Um... Pokemon Unite, everybody. I, I encourage you to try it. So that's it. Oh, I would give it. So so we always uh, rank it, right? So so we yeah. would say freaking out of 10, I would, I would give it a solid like, you know, 7 out of 10. I, I would say it's not perfect because I, I lose some matches here and there. And that's the game's broken because I didn't win. So um, it's definitely you're so not my good fault. at video games, right? <laughs> yes, you, I am. I'm very good. Continue to tell us. Yes. Uh, what? Of course. Um, 
So solid seven out of ten. Go go download it. Write in if you play, by the way, joystickmouse at gmail.com, and we can play together. It'll be great. Uh everybody, like we do at the end of this show, let's go ahead and clap it out. Good show, everybody. Now, I want to take just a moment to give our guests here an opportunity to pimp their stuff like we do as, as good podcasters. Monica, why don't we start with you? Hi. I, uh, I'm going to put a big question mark next to the Hearthstone podcast, but I do a Heroes of the Storm podcast called Q for Fun. And, uh, yeah, we just did a really in-depth episode, so we covered a lot of the, you know, details. Um, just three women... Blizzard fans, you know, shooting yep. the stuff. Shooting yeah. the stuff. Yeah. yeah, and you can follow me on Twitter and Twitch at WickedKitten13. Very That's good. Me. Very good. Miss Frost. Uh, I am the voice of a podcast called Ake Willow, a cozy horror storytelling podcast about um, demons and baking. Uh, we are currently between seasons. Season four is coming soon. Uh, we just released our interseason special, uh, but there's three seasons for you to catch up on. Uh, that's Aquilo, A-C-H-E-W-I-L-L-O-W, available anywhere you get your podcasts. And if it's not, please let us know because we did switch our hosting. So I think I updated <laughs> everywhere, but you know. You know how that uh, is. And you can follow me everywhere and what I do like here on Twitch uh, at Daniora, D-A-N-I-O-R-A. Absolutely. By the way, if, yeah. if you don't listen to Aquilo, what are you even it. doing? It, it is one of the best things, period, on the internet. Oh, it's fantastic. I'm, I'm very, uh, I consider myself very fortunate. I tell myself this at least two to three times a week that I am surrounded by wonderful people. When I say surrounded, like electronically surrounded, that sounds like cancer <laughs> to happen. But you know, like uh, we're we're around uh, so many talented wonderful people um in this community and uh fortunate to know both monica and amy um diddy just is he's my neighbor so i have to talk to him every once in a while so yeah um he's wonderful too uh but but fortunate enough to know uh both amy and monica from our time on america's next top podcast or season one together so appreciate you both being here on the show and talking about this really, really important topic. Appreciate both of you being vulnerable and uh, being a partner in uh, in this effort to make this world a little bit better. So thank you both. Thank you, yes. Thank you so much for sharing your experiences with us. So from me and the rest of us, uh, let's go around the horn and just say so long, Diddy. See you later, folks. Monica. So long. Amy. Bye. And for me, be good to yourself. Be good to others. Take care. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> <laughs>